Welcome back to WTIP's Outdoor News Podcast. I'm Callie Hawkins. I'm Joe Fredericks. Callie, I have a confession to make at the start of the show. What's that? I, until very recently, had never been to the Wolf Ridge Environmental Learning Center. Yeah. I've driven by it a bunch, you know, Look of course. Look at the sign right on 61 there. Yep. Yeah, and then I've made the turn going toward Finland, taking that back way on the... Uh, little Murray Road going toward Finland. I've just never stopped in. Yeah, it's a nice little drive, that that road back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful. And so... Did you finally make it to Wolf Ridge? Is <laughs> I, that the, <laughs> the secret here? <laughs> I did, yes. I, I've been to Wolf Ridge. Uh, Congrats. And it, yeah, it was awesome, actually. It was beautiful. I mean, the campus there is, it's like a college campus in the woods. It's got a whole vibe and feel to it. There's a big organic garden there that the students use I was just blown away at a great time, and it uh, coincided with their 50th anniversary celebration weekend, which is the final weekend in August here in 2022. So the director, Peter Smeirud, took some time out of his very busy schedule to show me around some of the different facilities, including kind of the highlight and the focus of today's episode is the fact that in 2021, Wolf Ridge was the first place in the world to receive the full Living Building Challenge certification by the International Living Future Institute, uh, they're the first to receive it for the renovation of a building. And what that means, that's a very kind of a long-winded way to say that that building on campus, kind of their main dorm-style lodge building, generates more energy than it uses. And there are a lot of people. There's like hundreds of people that sleep in this place every night. Yeah. And they use these sensors on the wall to track how much water and energy the people in each pod area are using. That's impressive. Oh, it's (laughs) (laughs) crazy. Yeah, it was. It was totally impressive. And Peter walked me through the whole process. That's what we're going to hear on the episode today is like how this whole thing works. So, okay, you've heard, you've heard my story before we jump into the episode. Have you ever been to Wolf Ridge? Yeah. So I obviously grew grew up here in Cook County and um, back in the nineties, I would say your late elementary school, middle school, we took a, a trip couple day, multi-day trip out to mm. Wolf Ridge and um, yeah, learned a lot. I remember having um, kind of like team building classes and some science classes and naturalist and sitting outdoors and kind mm. of experiencing Wolf Ridge. And yeah, it was a, it was a great memory. Nice. Like an overnight thing. Yeah. Yep. Stayed there for a couple of days and took a couple of classes, kind of like a, a field trip through Cook County High School here or right. middle school. Yeah. And Peter informed me of this. I didn't know this until I got there. ISD 166, the local school district in Cook County, essentially started. There would not be a Wolf Ridge without IST-166. They were like a catalyst, kind of a grantee, a a middle facilitator to get it up and running when it started in 1971. Wow. 1971. Yeah. In Isabella. (laughs) So there's a lot of local connections. And obviously, as you explained, Kelly, the students here in uh, Cook County go to Wolf Ridge. It's not just some thing that's, you know, for like elites from the cities or suburbs or something. It's still, there's a lot of local things happening. Yeah, it's a big part, I would say, of kind of the North Shore community. I mean, not only just to Cook County here, but like Isabella and Finland and Silver Bay. And there's multiple schools that kind of take advantage of that that partnership with Wolf Ridge. Right, exactly. So let's head over and we're going to learn more about this uh, very, very unique designation that Wolf Ridge got in 2021. I'm excited to hear your tour. <laughs> We're 
We're out here at Wolf Ridge Environmental Learning Center near Finland. I'm with Peter Smerud, the director of Wolf Ridge. We're going to talk about uh, some certification, some news that Wolf Ridge got in 2021 about uh, a building of theirs, a very unique uh, certification. Peter, tell us about what happened uh, with this certification, what it is. Just months ago, the Mac Lodge at Wolf Ridge was awarded a certification by the Living Building Challenge for achieving full certification, all seven substandards, the first in the world to do so in the renovation of a building. And basically that means that it is creating more energy than it's using. Correct. Uh, Living Building Challenge is the highest standard internationally one can achieve in sustainability for a building. And part of that premise is that changing the paradigm from net zero, that the building actually is net positive. And the idea that we actually can learn to give more than we take. So we're going to head over to this Mac Lodge in just a moment. We're actually now in the boiler room, basically. Is that a fair way to describe it? We're in the heating plant here. We're biomass uh, wood pellets that are 100% waste stream fiber, wood fiber, are used to heat the spaces of the Mac Lodge as well as a tremendous amount of the domestic hot water. In the stoves here, we heat hot water that's pumped underground, and then as it arrives in the building, is either used to run through radiators or through heat exchanger to create the domestic hot water needs. Hmm. I remember when the Grand Marais City Council and, and people in Cook County were exploring a biomass plant in Grand Marais. This was used as a model, and I know uh, now more recently in Cook County, Birch Grove has a similar, I think the exact same uh, setup that we're looking at here. So just tell us a little bit about uh, what this is and why it's unique to have this uh, in Finland and in Minnesota and at the time, it was groundbreaking, uh, revolutionary even. Yeah, we did this about nine years ago, and at the time, no boilers like this existed in the United States of America. And so Europeans came over, brought this product here, but all of the construction, all the design work, all the labor that created this product, which now exists throughout the country, was all done here in Minnesota. Minnesota, Wisconsin, Superior, Wisconsin, and in different parts of Minnesota, what built this system, installed the system, and now has been replicated at places like Birch Grove. Hmm. Nice. And, and I mean, this is a pretty intimidating looking structure. It's not a place I want to crawl oh, into. Oh. Uh, it's, a, it's a large firebox that pellets are through computer control are augured into the firebox. The fire is controlled by computer control and will rise and fall with primary air, secondary air, de-ashing, the exhaust air, all controlled to ramp up and down based upon demand. It heats a, uh, a, a large vessel of water inside the boiler that then is pumped around to different buildings around campus. Okay, so this is how Wolf Ridge stays warm. Yeah, yeah. from as we all know, it gets really cold up here. And our living building was the, actually the first in the world to be done at this temperature where the architects designed for minus 30 Fahrenheit. The boiler Joe and I are standing by here will heat the entire facility down to 45 below zero. Right. Uh, well, let's uh, head over to the, the Mac Lodge and, and get a look at what uh, this building's all about and where, where this uh, facility now is heating. All right, now we're here in the Mac Lodge and we're looking at uh, where that heat is sent to that we were just in in the the boiler room, so to say. So uh, I see this really interesting chart. It's like a computer screen on the wall, Peter, actually. And we're in one of the, the dorm type rooms uh, that the students would stay at at Wolf Ridge. And there's three different metrics, if you will, electricity usage, heat usage, water usage. 
Tell me what we're looking at here. One of the standards that living building really espouses and how we're changing the paradigm is the idea that buildings have to prove or occupants prove their performance to be net zero or net positive. So in this case, in every room, we have to do some very simple data entry. If there are eight kids in the room, they get six gallons of water per person per day. They get 100 watts of electricity per person per day. And there is the, the room is monitored completely individually, and they get to see that in a bar graph and see their performance. And with that feedback, they can see things that can't be seen, like water usage and how many gallons, and make their choices to live sustainably or live within the budget that keeps the whole community in this building living in a sustainable manner. Hmm. Are the students interested in this because they get to follow it? They get to keep track of it as they would? I mean, it almost seems like it could be a game in a sense. Absolutely. And you can imagine in this day and age, kids, uh, they see a screen. They know how the screen functions. They tap the touch screen. They're scrolling through. And they are incredibly focused. They are driven. They want to live and achieve this goal. And it very much does become a bit of a competition because out in the lobby, all the rooms of the building are displayed. And so I can tell you that when they step out in the morning, they will check to see what heat energy was perhaps used overnight in their room. Then they run out the door, they go to the lobby because they very often want to see what are the adult chaperones across the hall using and how did they perform yesterday? Hold them accountable, maybe. Exactly. <laughs> that uh, Joe and I, have, we've talked here. Uh, nobody will hold you more accountable than a group of 12-year-olds. <laughs> right. Uh, so this isn't necessarily just about, you know, the, the education aspect. This is also like the embodiment of what the, the MAC building is to be certified. So, you know, LEED certified, that type of thing, we've heard that. But maybe that's more like a brand or a label. This is actually, you have to be held accountable and meet these specifications here absolutely the, the real the difference here with the living building challenge is that concept of prove it mm -hmm. and you have to perform actually to achieve it the building and our certification didn't come until after 12 months of proven performance that there's data that's required data about indoor air quality for the humans data for the water consumption the electrical consumption relative to production all the electricity for this building is produced via solar all the water comes from the site via, well, it stays on the site without chemical treatment via septic system. These are the types of standards that are now there, but we actually have to prove it that we can live this way. Right. It goes beyond just the, the obvious of like energy and solar. This is like the, the faucets, the granite countertop, like all of this fits into this certification. Exactly. One of the things Living Building did is they took on the link between human health and environmental health, and those two are inextricably linked. So all the materials of the building are vetted for their ingredients, no toxic chemicals allowed, things that wouldn't be any surprise like asbestos or lead, but no PVC is allowed, for example. And so all the materials and their ingredients are vetted that way and for sourcing all of uh, the source from where they come. 100% of the wood fiber in this building from framing lumber to cabinetry to siding came from within 300 miles. The vast majority of the lumber in the building was, came directly through Hedstrom's all FSC certified, sustainably harvested, processed wood now in this building. Wow. So you've got uh, your 50th anniversary at Wolf Ridge in late August in 2022. Uh, people are coming, board members passed, employees and so forth. The donors are going to be on campus and staying in this building, right? Yeah, exactly. This uh, 50th weekend that everyone will be here. Uh, many people with their families, old friends gathering together that worked together 10, 20 years ago. 
they'll all be living in here looking at their monitors and their screens to see that they're living sustainably in that way. And uh, this really is the embodiment of where Wolfridge is going in the future, linking more of the human behaviors, how we live in buildings relative to what we learn and get connected with in the outdoors. Mm -hmm. They're all coming together to share that celebration, but also to look ahead. And then do the students take some of this back home with them and they now know how much, you know, a three-minute shower versus a 15-minute? Absolutely. My favorite is a group of seventh graders from Chisago Lakes came here. And then over the next nine years, they lobbied, they got the support. And now every school building in the entire district of Chisago Lakes has solar power generating on it, all because they came to renewable energy class here at Wolf Ridge. Very interesting. And just again, Peter, I think the, the big the news of, of this building is that it has this certification that is extraordinarily unique for Minnesota. Absolutely. It's the first of Minnesota to do a full certification living building in any way, shape or form. And it was the 30th in the world to, to achieve this certification. But all the 29 previous were all new construction. And I think anyone knows the greenest building you have is the one you already have. And the right answer is to renovate what you have. And we've proven now that what exists really is possible. Hmm. All right. Well, 50 years, Wolf Ridge. Congratulations on that uh, as well, Peter. And I know you've been here for a while, 35 years at Wolf Ridge. Uh, thanks for showing me around these different facilities and enjoy the celebratory weekend. Thanks a lot. We're with uh, Peter Smayroot today at Wolf Ridge. Thanks, Peter. Thank you. All right. There you go, Callie. Everything you ever wanted to know about uh, a living building challenge certification. That's pretty wonderful to hear. Pretty pretty informative. You know, one thing Peter told me too that uh, didn't necessarily make it onto our, our tour there that we did is that a lot of the contractors, the, the people who renovated this lodge building were local contractors. People from Two Harbors, uh, the, the wood that was used came from Hedstrom Lumber, the mill up the Gumflin Trail. Yeah. And so there's all this local feel to what happened with the renovation of this world-class facility that they have this building. Yeah. Was there a, like a favorite part or like a highlight that you liked from your tour? I like that little sensor on the wall. I just was really <laughs> intrigued could, by those. I was. <laughs> it was like, wow, I wonder, you know, it made me like Peter said in, in on the tour, it makes the students take that home with them. Now they're not going to, they're going to be more conscious of like how, how much water am I using yeah. in this three versus 12 minute shower because it, their little bar would go down each time they're using it. So kind of yeah. like a visual memory or like a visual concept. Exactly. Yeah. And it looks just like a computer screen. So like the, the 10, 12 year olds are, are really, you know, they're able to grasp what's happening, but the adults too, it's just a really cool facility. And there's this, uh, you know, it's a, it's an open campus. I think Peter really emphasized that, Hey, this is a place that all are welcome here. So, uh, next time I'm driving that road, maybe I'll swing in. Uh, yeah, Peter, there you go. Get another tour. <laughs> well, he also, uh, tipped me off to some walleye, ah, uh, fishing spots. Fishing right? secrets yes. too, huh? <laughs> 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 a good day. <laughs> maybe why I'm in this good mood here. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Well, thanks again to Peter for letting us uh, come hang out at Wolf Ridge Environmental Learning Center. You can find more on their website. Just Google Wolf Ridge. Uh, we'll drop a link in the podcast episode as well. And, uh, we'll see you next week. 